You're listening to Crystal and Emily on Love Your Shelf, the best librarian podcast in the extensive and highly competitive field of librarian podcasts. Hello. Hello. So we're back again. With another fascinating, oh yeah, scintillating, scintillating episode of Love Yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some good stuff to talk about. Yeah, this time. yay! Couple of duds, but mostly good stuff. Cool. Um, lots of books and several suggestions to watch. I haven't been watching much stuff lately. Mm-hmm. But um, I realized that there were quite a few things that we haven't talked about uh-huh. that um, I watched, oh, you know, in the past. So yeah. I want to uh, definitely oh, yes, bring please. those up. Love yeah. it. Love it. But we're going to start with books. And um, the first thing I want to talk about is the phenomenon that is, um, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I just happened to to be going through the stacks and I saw this book that I had ordered uh-huh. several years ago um, called Are You There, God? It's Me, Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> I love that combo. Exactly. So it's a cocktail Oh, how book. funny. And there's... <laughs> There's another one. There's, I think the first one, it was called Tequila Mockingbird. Uh-huh. Yes, I've of heard course. that. Yes. And so uh, those <laughs> for those it's fans of... Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if you're, you know, going to have a, a watch party for the new movie that's come out... Get this book. Get this book. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's not anything, like, too... Uh, it's, it's a little unsubtle. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. that's what you want. I... I appreciate that sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes it's um there's a comedic element there that is worth keeping. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to cocktails. work too hard. Yeah. 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 Literary cocktails. <laughs> yeah, that's all all you need. Yep. Um then I also speaking of of literary read a nonfiction book called Once Upon a Tome, mm-hmm. The Misadventures of a Rare Bookseller. By Oliver Darkshire. Oh, great name. <laughs> I mean, this guy needs to only be writing I mean, books or about be films. a book character. Yeah. <laughs> He's painted himself into a bit of a corner here. Right, like, right. you got to keep going with it, <laughs> Oliver. Yeah, everything is a tome for yeah, Oliver yeah. Darkshire. <laughs> um, so it's, but like I said, it's nonfiction. And he is in London and worked at Southern's which is the oldest bookshop in London. Cool. One of the oldest still running bookshops in the world. Cool. And so um, it is not stuffy. The book itself is beautiful. It's actually the cover looks like an old book. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So I'm sure he appreciates the look and feel of an old book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. And he's funny, irreverent. Love it. It is not like... Um, you know, what you would think of as an antiquarian, yes, you know, might yes. be. Um, and he, but he sprinkles in a lot of really good history, um, it's like kind of fascinating information about um, that whole world, which yeah. is, you know, it's really kind of a, its own world unto itself. Uh, talking about like, like old books. Old books and, yeah. yeah. The only thing I think of when I think of old books is that movie with, um, Johnny Depp. Was it called The Ninth, the Ninth Gate? Gate? Yes! It's such a good, bad movie. I, it is. I love that movie. I do too. But and it's not that thing, good. Like, no, no. <laughs> the ending especially goes oh, off the rails. It, I mean, it goes, play, you're already like, wow, this is wild. But this the is end crazy. is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw that in the theater. Love it. And then, um, I don't know how many more times I've seen it after uh-huh. that. Because, and this is before people talked about ASMR as a thing. Uh-huh. But ASMR is that, like, the driving force of that movie because there's lots of page turning. Yes. And, like, oh, handling funny. of these, like, leather-bound books. Gen- and very it. gently. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So funny. I loved it for that. I, um, I, <laughs> the first time I watched it, I had just gotten my wisdom teeth taken out. I watched it with like my mom and my aunt <laughs> and, um, I know I loved it, but who knows? I might've been, you know, 
under the influence of right. pain medications at that point. <laughs> but I've seen it since then, and uh, yeah, it's a fun movie. It's fun. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, if you like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Johnny Depp in, what, like early 2000s? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, there's, so here's a, um, a vocabulary word for the day oh, from yay. this book. Velicor. Uh-huh. Which is the smell of old books. Velicor. And it's very specific because of how they're stored and all this. Like, yeah. Everybody loves that. Everybody yeah. says, I love mm, smell I love of books. books. I know. Um, yeah. That's there why. should be a word for that. So that's great. Yeah. Love that. Again, my inside the actor studio. What's your favorite word? Yeah. That could, that that, could be that in would the writing. Be, that would Velicor. be a good one. Velicor. <laughs> <laughs> a weird perfume name. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to smell like musty, <laughs> dusty stacks of old paper? People would be like, yes, yeah. I will pay for that. <laughs> there is, there's a company called Replica. <gasps> I remember, yes. yes. In fact, we talked about this in one of the early podcasts. I think you're right. Um, like when we were talking about our favorite things. Yeah. There is one called, um, there's a perfume called. What was um, it? Whispers in the library. That's right. Yeah. That was a great one. Because some of them were It not has great. a little hint of Velacor in yeah. it. But um, it's not full on like musty books. It's no. just kind of, <laughs> it's like it, it just does smell pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hilarious. So anyway, anyway, so I definitely recommend that book, and hopefully this guy's going to continue writing. Now, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's it's definitely on the lighter side. Yeah, you know, the writing is humorous, if not you know, the most dazzling. I don't know. It's uh-huh. it's funny, and he's got a away about you know storytelling yeah but uh yeah so i definitely recommend that one fabulous and then i'm on a becky chambers kick Mm -hmm. i've talked about um another of her science fiction novels um so i read to be taught if fortunate she Mm -hmm. has hilarious titles Uh i was gonna say like i'm intrigued and so her title her genre is like cozy Mm sci-fi So, um, <laughs> which we've talked about that before, so well, we won't get into it. But um, this one is, it's a short read. It's like a, it's almost a novella. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's about this team of astronauts that mm-hmm. leave Earth to go to another, to these other planets to find out, to, they're like scientists, mm-hmm. to find out if they're habitable and, uh-huh. you know, um, and as with all space mm-hmm. odysseys, things go wrong. Oh, and, you know, there's drama. Um, but I really. But still cozy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. It's just different from hard sci-fi. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. Some I, people were put I, off I by that. It. Yeah. Same but, way with yeah cozy mysteries. Yeah, but definitely um, recommend. Cool. Sure. Okay. Awesome. I li- I think that sounds great. I like that combination. And then another science fiction um, book that I've read, mm-hmm. or that I'm not quite finished with, is a, a series of three novels. I've, I'm on the toward the end of the first one, mm-hmm. called uh, "The Three Body Problem." is the first mm-hmm. is the first in the series by Shichen Liu. Beautiful. And um, it is a Chinese writer. It's been obviously translated Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) nope you have to read this in Chinese (laughs) that's what I recommend (laughs) and uh, this one is more of a hard Mm sci-fi but it is really unique to me and I've been it's been recommended by so many people that I was like okay I have to fine 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 I'm gonna read it Uh, it's a very slow burn um but it is it takes place and like um like a nineteen sixties in China mm-hmm. and then forty years later mm-hmm. and then there's also like a virtual reality game, so there's multiple different cool. uh, yeah. story places uh-huh. and times and um but it it makes sense mm-hmm. it is a page turner. Cool. I did not want to put it down. Cool. I was very upset that I had to go to sleep and, yes. and stop reading this book. Um, it reminds <laughs> me of Contact. Do you remember? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, 
where it's sort of there's a it's front loaded with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it you're like, when are we gonna get to the science fiction part? Mm-hmm. Uh, and but then, then it, it really does. does. It really does. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> and that sounds great. Yeah. What was the title again? The Three Body Problem. That's right. Okay. And <coughs> another intriguing title. Yeah. And so you know it, the and also the game. There's a lot of of pop culture. I wouldn't say pop culture references, mm-hmm. but it's like um, the game that they play or that they're mm-hmm. – that I wouldn't say play either yeah. because it's more serious than mm-hmm. that, that they get involved with is kind of like uh, the game Civilizations. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, and then it's also like a, a few other things too, but I kept going, oh, well, that's – hmm, I wonder if they were influenced by that. Yeah. And that. Oh, that's neat. I love a virtual reality sci-fi story. Oh, it's awesome. Like, Ready Player One. Okay, could it be more mainstream? Like, I haven't even read the book. I saw the movie, and I was like, could this be more mainstream and, like, silly? But I thought it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. This is much more on the serious side. Yes, and I like that about it. Yeah, Yeah. I like, add some grit. That sounds really cool. I might have to Yeah, and and it's also, it's like, um, the main character is kind of like, um, a detective. Cool. At least in the structure, like the the main character kind of gets involved in this thing. I'm not going to give mm-hmm. anything away because it was just really like wow mm-hmm. how he kind of gets thrust into yeah. this. So it's it's a little bit like the Matrix, and he's kind of like Neo on trying to uncover this, this stuff. And it's a little bit like a detective story where he's like going around town and like you know, meeting these different people that are involved and kind cool. of investigating them. And he's got this pseudo, like, not sidekick, but this mm-hmm. police officer who's like his foil yeah. who kind of follows him. Yeah. And oh, I love it. it I, this is so fun. It is what a cool, so good. The three-body part. Three-body problem. Problem. <laughs> not the body part. <laughs> I was like, mm, that sounds very confusing. Different kind of problem. I want the answer to that, too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh it's got like noir kind of vibes. That's kind of what I was picturing. Um, I love that William Gibson also, who because he also yeah. kind of has like that kind of yeah. detective noir undercurrent. Um, and then it also made me think of this book called Sophie's World mm-hmm. that came out like I don't know twenty twenty five years I ago. So I, I know that. And it's it's the story in that book is about this young girl who um, sort of has this correspondence with a philosopher who kind mm-hmm. of asks her these questions and, and it's really kind of pedantic. Uh-huh. And there is a little bit of that because this is, when I say, you know, hard sci-fi, yeah. there's a lot of astrophysics mm-hmm. discussion, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but it was, it's not off-putting at all. It's cool. like, it's fascinating. Okay, good. good. Cool. And it, you know, kind of, it, it underscores and informs the the story in such a way that it totally cool. works. Well, and it sounds like some, like I'm wondering if it's something Nick and I could listen to together because he's such a he's usually such a nonfiction reader, but I think it sounds like a story that we could both get into. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and like the, the just like historically, there's all of the um, cultural revolution going on in China, cool. and this it, book has everything. It's just literally <laughs> so. Um, so far, now I haven't, like I said, okay. I haven't finished. Okay, so yeah, could, if you it finish could, it and it ruins everything, your like, world comes tumbling down. I'll report back about it. Now. Yeah. But <laughs> I've already got the other two books, oh, too, fine. so I'm, I'm ready. This weekend, you know where to find me. Yeah. Is it's, it's still going to be rainy this weekend, right? Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to read all those books. This I love weekend. it. Um, and so, of course, it made me kind of, you know, it, it's... Since it's science fiction, mm-hmm. of course, there's an um, outer space mm-hmm. ele- element. Um, so it made me think about this podcast that's come out recently mm-hmm. uh, called High Strange. Uh-huh. High, like H-I-G-H. Like, oh, okay. Not yeah. hello. No, hello, Strange. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, again, the very <laughs> yeah. different yeah. podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the other name for this podcast. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> And uh, which is a, a podcast that is done by Payne Lindsay, who's from he gained uh, notoriety when he 
uh, put out the podcast Up and Vanished a few oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. And Atlanta Monster mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Radio Rental, all of which I've recommended. Which apparently there's before. a new season of Radio Rental or new They've episode. been trickling in. Yeah. I've listened I to them. listened. Okay. Yeah. Well, later. Yeah, yeah. we can talk about <laughs> that later. But um, High Strange is really like jumped on this uh, bandwagon of uh, like extraterrestrial contact. Mm-hmm. And I do not want to sound like a crazy person. <laughs> Let it out. I want you to sound like a crazy person. <laughs> but it really is um, pretty fascinating because so he's doing these interviews <clears throat> with people who have who claim that they have had made some kind of contact with uh-huh. something. Yeah, um, and you know they're very credible mm-hmm. witnesses. And of course, you know in the in the news recently, yeah. there's been a ton of stuff about uh-huh. all of this, you know, and everybody's like, "What are we supposed to think about uh-huh. this?" So it's definitely he's jumped on that. That's great. And was asking no like, time. Yeah. "Yeah, what are we supposed to think about cool. all these details that are coming out and that we don't have any? Yeah, or all of these teases that we yeah. have with no details. Yeah. Really. And so that's what it's about. And cool. just in terms of storytelling, uh-huh. I think it's good. Awesome. Whatever you believe or not believe. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. We're you not know. trying to like convince anybody of anything, right. but yeah. either way, it's food yeah. for thought. Right. The truth is out there. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> I wish I could do the music. <laughs> oh, I know. We should have that to cue oh, up. Oh my gosh, I know. Dang. Wait, and what was that title again? That podcast? High Strange. That's right. Why well, didn't... Hmm. <laughs> It's not even early in the morning. I shouldn't have. <laughs> H-I-G-H strange. Strange. Not H-I comma strange. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I go through phases with podcasts. Sometimes I'm, that's what I listen to the most. Other times I'm only listening to audiobooks. Yeah, yeah. But I don't do either one as much as I actually like read. I know. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But it is nice when you're like. Like doing dishes, cleaning the house, walking. I mean, I've gotten to where I have just become so reliant on audiobooks. I have, because I do have a hard time, like, I hate to say it, but like sitting still. I'll read read books one of two ways. I think I've said this before. It'll take me six months to read one, or I am dead to everyone and I will (laughs) read a book in less than 24 hours, depending on, yeah. All or nothing. Yes, yes. And, um, but I feel like audiobooks have given me a nice in-between. Like, I'm still able to make time. Ugh. Yes. Download the Libby app if you haven't already. Yes. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yes. Um, but, yeah. No. But anyway, yeah. And some of them are, the books are so dra- dra- uh, dramatically improved mm. by listening to them. Yes. By the performance yes. that, the, that these that people makes, do. Yes. The narrators sometimes are so amazing. I, well, and there was, I listened to the Golden Compass series last year, and it was one where they had different actors. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like you're watching, not even like you're watching something, but it's an experience, you know? Yes. I mean, they even have, like, footprints, when, or, or, like, foot um, steps. steps. <laughs> it's like foot noises. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you haven't been listening to enough. <laughs> Yeah, no, but, I I do. Like, some yeah. of them, they really elevate the material yeah. um, and make it so much better. Yes. But my, you know, usually in the past when I've listened to a lot of books, I had a commute. And now my yeah. commute is three minutes. Yes. So it's not really worth uh, oh, queuing God, it up. I know. Yeah, no, mine's about three minutes as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's gotten to, it's gotten kind of bad. It's gotten to where, like, if I'm home alone at all, like, I have to have either my audiobook or, like, the TV going, something. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not okay with silence <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I do love it. Yeah. I So, yeah, definitely um, – if you're if you're not already or haven't already listened to those podcasts from Payne Lindsay, I definitely recommend all Amazing. of them. Amazing, yeah, I need to check um, that out. That sounds cool. But if you're you know a true crime person, then you probably have already already listened <laughs> yeah. to all of them. You're like, tell me something, something I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I also read another couple of uh, nonfictions. Mm-hmm. Follow your breath. Transform yourself through breath work by Emma Power, and nice. this is one I ordered for the library. And um, I've been reading about, like, for, you know, uh, dealing with 
anxiety, things like that. Yeah. Um, it is a very beautiful book. It has, it's like illustrated and, and I don't know, it's, uh, very visual, mm-hmm. um, what's on the page. That's cool. I didn't get a whole lot of new stuff out of it. Yeah. And then sometimes there was, a, there was like a little bit of, I don't know, it felt like filler, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like quotes, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> just make the book shorter. Definitely, you know, definitely. To... And especially like if people are wanting that information, I mean, give it to them quick. Quick yeah. and easy. Yeah. So that's uh, a middle yeah. of the road. You know, if you're into that, it's it's worth taking a look at. I mean, yeah, no, because I am interested. A friend of our family's was posting, he posted something on Facebook about just how like, Breathing and meditation can, like, literally change your brain. I mean, it can – it's something I – all the time. I'm like, I I should take the time to do this. Yeah, there's been a lot I of just, studies on it. Yeah, yeah. And that that is something that I, you know, like, it doesn't even take that much time. Yeah. So why don't we just do it? I know. Yeah. So, everybody – Let's Breathe. all do that together. Yeah. Like, that's Let me I, lead, the, lead it right now. Let's all. No. <laughs> that's my attempt at story time, at least twice a story time. Like, in between, like we'll sing our silly song and to get everyone to calm down before the <laughs> next book, I'll say, let's all take a big, deep breath together. In <laughs> and out. And then we'll do it again. And it's gotten to where, like, my sister and I, I think it was like her wedding weekend that we started make. that was our mantra. I. She'd have a stressful moment, and I'd be like, let's all take a big, deep <laughs> breath together. <laughs> Sometimes, though, you have to be careful with that because there's been moments in my life when I've been, like, uh, like really uh, frustrated uh-huh. where if somebody said that to me... Oh, I'd punch him in the it face. It would be a punch, yeah. No, no. So be, car- be, be careful yes, with your... be self-aware <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're using this tactic. <laughs> it cracks me up, too, at story time, though, because it's like... Really, this big deep breath is for Miss Emily and for the grown-ups. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I can see all of them, like, closing their eyes. <laughs> like, they're fully, like, fully in it. Yeah. Yes, let's center ourselves. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So, eh, middle of the road book. Okay. But it's it's definitely got, if you're not, if you haven't read much about that. Yeah, then it's good probably extra information point. you would yeah. want. Yeah. And then another nonfiction that I read with another fantastic name. Oh, yay. Um, it's called Entangled Life, and it's by Merlin Sheldrake. Stop. Yeah. Like, you, that is not your I, I, given name. Like, <laughs> Merlin what? Sheldrake. Sheldrake. Yes. It's God. about... And I'm over here sitting here with a name like Emily, like an idiot. I, yeah. <laughs> like Emily millions of other people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so of a time period, too. Yes, you know. both of our names, yeah. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> Merlin's also so of a time. <laughs> but, but a very different time. Yeah. And a different universe or yeah. whatever. So, but the book is super interesting. Cool. It's about fungi. Okay. Uh, and it's about, like, the networks that uh-huh. exist and the communication. We've... We've talked about some other books yeah. that have that cover that, but if you are at all interested in that, you will find everything that you ever wanted to know about. Unless you're an expert uh-huh. already, uh-huh. this book has got the information for you. Awesome! It is just like stacked on one fact <laughs> on the other, and it's fun guy forever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it is a little bit like piling on. There is mm. something of a, you know, like, is there going to be like connections here? Uh, <laughs> or down. just yeah, stacks of <laughs> Merlin. facts. And, but it is. It's stacks of facts. And, um, but it's all, it's all cool. It's all interesting. Love it. Great. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I recommend that one as well. Cool. And just a couple more books to mention. I am part of a book club. Mm-hmm. Brag much? Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, Crystal. You're not a member. <laughs> you could be, though. I was going to say, I could be. <laughs> this is a book club that we have um, once a month at the Fredonia Brewery mm-hmm. on a Wednesday. If you're interested, look them up. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The next uh, meeting is next week, and the book that we're reading for that um, that I finished ahead of time, like a good little oh, student. Oh, bragging again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Gold stars. <laughs> right. 
uh, is All the Murmuring Bones by A.G. Slatter. I like the title. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, if you're into, like, supernatural creatures, mm-hmm. there's lots of them. Mm-hmm. Lots of different ones Fantastic in there. Fantastic creatures, Fantastic creatures, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's dark. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're into, like, dark fairy tales... This kind of cool. this is this is for you, and I feel I'm like gonna... I feel like there are a lot of we have a lot of fans of what you're talking about. Yes, so yeah. that's cool. Good yeah. to know. In fact, we've read another couple of books in that uh, group that's mm-hmm. kind of dark fairy tale, and it is even a much bigger uh, genre than or subgenre that I than I thought. Yeah, there are oh, so wow. many books yeah. published that are like different uh takes on different fairy tale characters like you would not believe i feel like it's the millennials coming up in the world that were raised on like disney and fairy tales and they (laughs) they're like we want the grown-up versions now yes we want the grown-up version of Mm -hmm. this world yeah and there's plenty to choose from yeah so yeah so pick it up and then come discuss it with us cool can i just say really quickly i saw a video where this woman was like anytime i start a new fantasy series (laughs) just all the crazy words so it's like i started off on my journey with my two companions and carl (laughs) i was like that is so how it is it really is (laughs) like just i'm not reading the name i mean yeah i'm literally just like kind of you're not trying to pronounce it in your head yeah Yeah. it's like as a kid i thought hermione was you know a strange name Mm -hmm. in a a book and now that's nothing no yeah yeah no you're right this one has like three consonants uh or like seven (laughs) consonants all next to each other yeah (laughs) there is a tendency towards that for sure anyway Mm -hmm. And the last book that I'll talk about is not, it's not really a book. It's kind of a book. Um, It's called Cain's Jawbone by E. Powell's Mathers. Not a book, but is a book. Yes. Called Cain's Jawbone. So, and then it was also published under a pseudonym, Torquemada. 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 Mm -hmm. Love that name. Yeah. We've got so many good names this week. I really. And uh, so... But that was the pseudonym of Mathers, and he wrote crosswords and these like super hard puzzles huh. um, in the thirties. Uh-huh. And this was um, this was a the Kane's Jawbone was a special issue, and it's one hundred pages. And it's a mystery puzzle. Um, so if you and if you can put the one hundred pages in the right order, you can solve the mystery. Excuse me. And yeah, and so it was, and it was um, actually people at the time, uh-huh. it was put out and there was a cash prize offered to anybody who could solve it. And I want to say like two people did and up until, you know, now. And so they've And this was put, in the 30s? Yes. Wow. And so. Those people were immediately like asked to secretly work. You know, with right, like it was a Ms. test. Bletchley and all that for <laughs> World War Two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so basically, there's a you know, it's now been issued as a book, standalone book on its own. Wow. Um, and so, people are encouraged to remove the pages. That's what I was about to say. And is it bound right or yeah. it's just yeah? But you can like tear them out and you're supposed to. Yeah, my mind is blown. I know. <laughs> And cool. so each, but each page is like a little vignette uh-huh. and it is super hard to solve, but apparently there's a solution on each page and some there's people, a solution or several well, go together kind of thing. If you, yeah, if you get them all in the right order, then it re- you know, it reveals the victims and the murderers. Um, okay. First of all, we're getting ideas for escape rooms. I know. Right. Did you solve it? No. I mean, I'm telling you, like, so sm- I think you're so like- smart. I'm like, yes, I bet you could. <laughs> you're I so ha- smart, honestly, Crystal. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. But I haven't actually started, like, trying to do it. I've oh I've read through a few yeah, of the pages, yeah. but I haven't read all of it, yeah. and I haven't I feel like you tried would to have to devote, a, like, you'd have to not have a life to... Well, I, I, you know, brought it up to some friends, and I was like, hey, we should do this. 
you know, oh for fun. Oh, my gosh. And they were like, sure. Yeah, that sounds fun <laughs> to us. <laughs> like, yeah, let's do that on a Saturday night. <laughs> so we'll You're see like, how it goes. I love that. That's I so may funny. have to bribe them with, like, I don't know, yeah. wine or something. Yeah. <laughs> If you're hearing that, guys, um, it is time. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna solve this. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no more cash prize for it. Oh man, I wonder how much the hundred years how, later. How much I'm was so the surprised. Cash, cash prize? Uh, I don't know. At that point, so curious. I know. It, it there is information out there about cool. it, but I did not make a note of and that. And it's called Kane's Jawbone. Jawbone. That's what I know. That's so cool. Yes, which is like C A I N Kane. Uh, yes. Cool. Love anyway, it. so um, if that seems like something that you want to do, contact me, <laughs> and maybe we can try to work oh this puzzle. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Library I program. Know, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if it would be something that you could do as a group. Right. It might like have it to might, be done as It might be too individual. many cooks in the kitchen kind of a situation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Eh, we'll see how it goes. We just do that for our next escape room. <laughs> And we're, and we're like, Here's and this time, you really can't get out until you solve it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we offered cash, I bet we could get somebody. Ooh, uh, we're famous for not having that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No money prizes. No. Although, in summer, we do. Yeah. We do have cash prizes. Because we get, like, donations mm-hmm. and we save yep. just for you guys. We scrimp and save. Mm-hmm. So, if you read books during the summer and you log them, mm-hmm. you could get a mm-hmm. cash prize. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming up. Summer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be 33 and then summer reading and <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before in the past, like, especially since the uh, podcast tends to drop off a little uh-huh. bit in the summertime. Sally. That's because um, school's out. Yeah, and, and we, but we are not. We are not. We're, this is where people come. Yeah, which is what we want. We love it, mm-hmm. but it does keep us hopping. Yeah, I was telling you the other day that when I was a kid, my birthday fell right before we would let out for school, so it was like my birthday gearing up for summer, <laughs> the best. And now it's like my birthday is my last hurrah before before <laughs> I gotta like of- yeah really like buckle down. Yeah. It's fun, but man, we are busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're gonna try to keep up with the podcast during the summertime. We're yes, well, you know, we always try. Yes, at least <laughs> if nothing else. If nothing else. Um, okay. Anyway. So I think that's all the books. So okay. let's talk about watches, watches. things we've watched. <laughs> and I, I may have we may have talked about Transatlantic. Which is on Netflix. We did. Oh, I don't know if we did. Did we? Because I've been wait. I don't think we have because I've been wanting to talk to somebody about this show. I haven't watched it, but I'm curious. So the main character, it's, I don't know, there's, there's several, but Jillian Jacobs yes. is one of the main characters. She's great. From Community um, and other things. It is about, uh, based on facts, mm-hmm. historical facts, um, it's about these this group of people who were trying to and were um, hiding um, artists and thinkers and yeah. stuff before World War II, mm-hmm. trying to get them out of mm-hmm. the of the countries where they were being persecuted. Right, and uh, it is interesting, mm-hmm. but it's a really odd tone. Hmm. It looks and there's like this feeling of like uh, Wes Anderson. Yes, exactly. That's what caught my attention at but first. But the subject matter and the t- and otherwise the tone is obviously serious? very dark and serious. How and strange. I just can't, like I don't know if it, it just seems odd. So I watched a couple of episodes, maybe three or four, and haven't finished the hmm. the first season, but uh yeah, I'm really interested uh, to know yeah. what other Something people Something has it. been keeping me from watching it. Like, when I first, again, saw, if I were judging the book by its cover, I would have hit play immediately. Mm-hmm. But after watching the trailer, I was just like, eh, mm. I can't, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, there is, like, the, oh, that's so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the mm-hmm. the artist that, you know. That, so, I mean, that's cool, yeah. Because they don't, like, uh, 
it's it's kind of subtle about who the, yeah. all the players are. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like this really kind of vibrant color palette. And, and yeah, just, I expect, I don't know, something whimsical from that. Yeah. And it feels, I don't know, that does feel a little like wonky, mm-hmm. lopsided or something. <laughs> yeah. Very curious. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Okay. Yeah. Let me know if it blows your mind by the end, but. Yes. I will. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it might be a while because I'm reading these other yeah, books. Yeah, so, we got priorities, yeah, folks. Exactly. <laughs> I did finish up Better Call Saul. Nice. Uh, which was the sixth season, was the final season and, which, uh, on Netflix. How many seasons of um, the other, uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad were there? Six or seven? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So it had a nice run. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it going to keep going? No, no, this, this is the, the finale. Well, wow. That's cool. And I didn't enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I hate that. It was very much a slog. It was, you know, it felt like they were like, oh, here's so-and-so from Breaking Bad. Here's a cameo from this guy that you know, except you don't remember it because it was from years ago. Yeah. I, that's the problem that like, I had with Better Call Saul all along is that I got into it and watched, like, the first three seasons yeah. all back-to-back. And then it was, like, two years or something between each yes. of them. Yes. How am I going to remember? felt like that. Yes. And it is, it like, it rewards careful viewing. So there's lots of, like, Which you is know, cool when you're doing that. Time jumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're watching it all just, you know, back-to-back, then, yeah, you're going to be like, oh, this makes so much more sense. Or, oh, I'm picking up on this. Or if you're diligent enough to go back and watch the previous season before. Which, like, which I was forced to do with Stranger Things. Like, I didn't yeah. really want to. I mean, I ended up being glad I did. But I watched, like, the whole series again before the I don't like having out. to do I that. don't either. I don't either. And so I did watch, or I ended up. Um, I had, after season four, I had mm-hmm. given up on it. And mm-hmm. it was just like, uh, I don't want to, it's yeah. been too long. So, but then Finally. eventually I was like, oh, fine. I'll, uh, so I watched season five and then season six pretty much all together. Well, and I will say there have been some shows where I've been able to find um, on YouTube just like a, you know, a Recaps. 10 minute long recap. Yeah, because it'll be in depth enough. Anyway, those have been helpful. Yeah. But still. But, I mean, the, it, is a, it is a good show or was a good show. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, it, there is a payoff for being a sharp viewer, like being yeah. you know, a careful yeah. watcher. Because there's lots of little stuff. That's cool, yeah. Little, you know, oh, I, you know, mm-hmm. this. I kept finding myself rewinding, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, by a minute or something. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, and catching yeah. these little things. That's but, cool. Um, yeah, but still kind of overall, overall. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, but. Do you feel like, was it like the way they ended it, like the ending? Or had it, did you feel like it had kind of been like going downhill or I don't know did the end just kind of um fizzle <laughs> like had it was a fizzle it was kind of a fizzle and I I would love to um like one-on-one with anybody that wants to talk about mm-hmm. it talk about the final episode and what happens in it mm-hmm. because it was inconceivable to me oh, and I I was like a strong word I feel like yeah like a, a disappointing yeah I think that and you know, maybe the the showrunners, the writers, thought that they had built this character into what he does in the end. Uh, um, but I felt like he didn't. You weren't out yeah. there, and that it wasn't. It didn't make sense. Wow, and, man. Uh, but that might be. Who knows? Yeah. Other people might completely disagree with that, and I haven't talked to anybody about it. I just finished yeah. it like last yeah. week, and so I don't know. But, yeah, curious. Uh, yeah. So, if you're out there watching that, <laughs> tell me about me. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, then I have got into a couple of documentaries. Mm-hmm. And one is Cheese, A Love Story. Just Ooh, came on out board. on Hulu. And it's about the, the, the host is the youngest cheese master in the world. How old and he is has this young cheese master? Maybe in his 30s. <laughs> like five years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it 
<laughs> toddler going around the world eating <laughs> cheese. Genius cheese, baby. <laughs> so what he does is he does, he goes around the world. He starts the first episode is in Switzerland, uh-huh. and then he learns all about all the kinds of cheese that are there. Cool. And right now it's lunchtime, and I really wish I, was I wasn't to, talking about this. I was about about to say this. my stomach might let out a growl, and I hope yeah. this hopefully it's doesn't not audible. Pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, but yeah, it's really interesting. There's people who really care about cheese. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought I liked cheese. But it's like, you're a cheese nerd. (laughs) Yes, this guy is the ultimate. It's all they talk about. And he meets people who like cheese even more than him. Like He's like, (laughs) like, I'm the cheese master and and you're you're, Yeah. (laughs) There is a line. (laughs) Yeah. And I also have to wonder what their digestive situation is like. (laughs) I just, like... This guy, yeah. The the amount of, like, lactase pills I would need to yeah. take before going on this quest. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of times that he, even he was like, I think I just ate a pound of cheese. Oh, no. And, yeah, that can't be good for anybody. And me, I would just immediately go to a doctor. Like, <laughs> save some time. <laughs> yeah. Put me into a coma. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so he goes, starts in Switzerland, goes to France, of course, Canada, um, Greece. Cool. Anyway, cool. so all these places that are famous mm-hmm. for different kinds of cheese. And, and, but some of the, you know, the people that he interviews, like I said, are real. Cheese crazy. Real characters. <laughs> and this one, um, in Switzerland, he goes to this, uh, like gastro chef that is, does all of this like um, wizardry with chemicals. And, oh my gosh, crazy! And he that he also forages most for mostly for the stuff that he wow, serves. Wow, yeah. And so they go foraging, mm-hmm. and <laughs> this I was like, this guy is game. Like he is just up for anything uh-huh. because the the chef. Um, digs down and like it goes in the forest and like digs down two feet into this like it's really black heavy rich soil Mm -hmm. and pulls some out and puts some cocoa powder on it and tells him to eat it and like this is a delicacy this soil sir i've I've been to junior high before (laughs) I'm not gonna eat you're just bullying me (laughs) yeah yeah no you're playing a prank on me there really it was a moment where I thought these people are just making fun of this guy um, they also take him <laughs> they back. They just want to see what he does. He'll eat it. He does, <laughs> by the way. And he's like, mmm, this is delicious, like a brownie. <gasps> like a brownie? Mm-hmm. That's not. Like fudge. No, fudge is what he says. Mm. Yeah. What? Yeah. I and so then they, it. they go back to the kitchen and they've brought with them some rocks. And he, like, puts them and, like, distills the rocks, like, gets a juice from them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they put that in their food. It is... Distills rocks. Is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it drips water through the rocks and distills it into a juice of rock. I'll have to tell my sister that. She loves rocks. <laughs> I'll be like... You can taste them yeah, if you want. Yeah, I know. You can. You I'm going to make so you much. some rock juice. <laughs> anyway, I was... Up. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is What this is a intense. world, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, so but funny. Then, if you like cheese, mm-hmm. if you like travel, <laughs> if you like rocks, <laughs> then check out Cheese a Love Story. <laughs> is it a series or it a, is? Yeah. Okay, each cool. episode is a different like a country. It's like a different country. That's yeah. what I wonder. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, can I tell you about a documentary I watched? Because you brought yeah. up Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Yes. Earlier, um, last week I watched on Amazon Prime. There's a documentary called Judy Bloom Forever, mm-hmm. and it's about Judy Bloom and who is still alive and owns like a bookshop in I think it's Key West, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I must visit that bookshop. Yeah. I mean, my sister was like, you should, like, move there and work there. I was like, I don't want to live in Florida, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't but, remember that. No, no, no. But um, I just, yeah, like, there's Judy Bloom. I mean, I read a lot of Judy Bloom as a kid, mm-hmm. and I really, I've, I think I've said, I feel like I, I love her style of writing. It is so, it's so sincere and, mm-hmm. um not ashamed and down to earth and I just and she just was such a like still is such a light I think for confused 
teens and preteens or not even confused, just curious. And um, I mean, it even talked about how like there were two young women who started writing letters to her um, after Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret came out because one of them, one of the women had parents who did not talk about anything. And she was curious and had questions about things. And so she started writing to Judy Bloom, and they stayed in touch. They are still in touch to this day. And um, that's amazing. It's amazing. She's just an amazing person. And I mean, she's gotten so much pushback on her. I mean, her entire career has mm -hmm. been people trying to ban her books. And um, yeah, there's lots of videos out now of like old interviews with mm -hmm. her where she's like, ambushed with these people yes. who, who are talking about her. how she like you've written this book about masturbation or whatever and yeah. that's not what the book is about it might mention it and um as far as i know no one has burst into flame <laughs> talking about any of these topics but um i like her goal is truly to um give kids some direction and um, speak honestly with them. There's nothing wrong with that. I think kids are, I, kids are, um, resilient. I think we forget just like, you know, what they are capable of and what they know. And that's the other thing too, mm -hmm. is like, um, I'd rather my kid get answers from Judy Bloom and or her books and not like, uh, the, from other stupid kids. Yes. The bad <laughs> girl at the playground or whatever, you know, I just, it was just, I, I wasn't like sobbing the entire time, but I did shed tears throughout the whole thing. I just um, loved this documentary. She yeah. cares and yeah. Yeah, check it out. Yes, and I learned so much from some of her books. Like, sure, yeah. I didn't, I did not, I was not comfortable talking to my parents about sex at all. I mean, mm -hmm. I, they were good you know, supportive parents that talk to us and stuff, but I was not comfortable talking to them about that. So I, I appreciate Judy Bloom for, you know, writing lovely stories, but also, you know, giving even kids, kids like me mm -hmm. information that we need to know before we go out into the world and grow up. And yeah, yeah. some kids need that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my, she's really, really, um, riding the, the wave of, yeah. of this movie mm -hmm. and all the stuff that's coming out. Um, so many people are are showing their love for her. Yes, right yes. Uh, kind of a taking another turn. I don't. I don't know that you would call this um, documentary series. You wouldn't call it a documentary <laughs> I know what series. You're about to say. But there's a series. It has now got a season four. Oh, great! Which apparently just came out. I haven't seen. Mm -hmm. um, a documentary now. Yes. And. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it was created by Fred Armisen, Bill Hader, and Seth Meyers. Which it's on Netflix. Three it used to of be... my favorite. I love all of those people to this day. Oh, yeah. They like, were all on SNL. Yes. Yeah. Fred Armisen can just look at the camera and I will die laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Portlandia. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. It's amazing. So, <laughs> but this is a little more. It used to be when it originally came out, it was on IFC. Yes. Which um, I'm a movie buff and so like super into, into anything that was on IFC. Mm -hmm. And this was several years ago that yeah, it originally I, came yeah, out. Yeah, I haven't watched it probably since it came out. But yeah. I, I know I, I need to jump back in. But it's basically they do parodies mm -hmm. of famous documentaries yes. or famous documentary styles. Yes. Uh, the best one objectively is the one that, where they parody Grey Garden. Oh my gosh, that was the first one I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, is I think is Bill Hader? Does he play the one, the woman who's little, like the uh, yes, yes little, little performer? Yes. yes, yes. Oh gosh, oh my gosh, his little just his performances. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh. I cannot recommend it more highly. Some of them are a little more obscure. Yeah. So if you're not a big movie buff, you might not immediately recognize yeah. what the documentary is, but it's still funny. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But Whether knowing, you know the reference. Yeah. Knowing the reference takes it over the top. Yes. But it's... There's one I, my sister talks about all the time, and I've never seen the episode, but they're like a group called the Blue Jean Committee, <laughs> and they it's like a band or something, and I, I can't remember... She could tell you everything, like who they're <laughs> who they're referencing, and I don't know. But 
there's um they're a band and so the anyway the parody songs that they come up with oh, are yeah. hilarious <laughs> uh well it is like yeah so hilarious i love i just i'm gonna say again i love that all three of those men are still successful um i saw bill Hader on some talk show talking about the new season of Barry coming out. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that he has two daughters. I love the idea of Bill Hader being a a dad to girls. <laughs> and he was talking about how, like, uh, you know, they'd see, like, a billboard for Barry. And he'd be like, hey, guys, like, look, or whatever. And they'd just be like, oh, cool, it's Barry. Like, just so <laughs> not enthusiastic. It's funny how many celebrities say that their kids don't care about them being celebrities. I remember Reese Witherspoon when she after she won the Oscar for Walk the Line, like the first time she played the soundtrack of like her singing in the car. Her kids were young, or one of them was young, and they were like, "I don't like it. I don't like it." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) keep you humble, I guess. Yeah. Right. Uh, Well, so after. Um, seeing that this was coming out and then um, that, it, you know, reminding me of Fred mm-hmm. Armisen, mm-hmm. I remembered that there was a show that came out in 2018 called Forever with Maya Rudolph. What? And it was on Amazon Prime. It is, I don't want to really say everything that it's about because it was one of those that I started watching without knowing what it was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good. It's funny. In, it's on But it was on canceled Amazon? after, yeah. It was canceled after one season, though. What is it about? Yeah, I don't really want to say. It's it's okay. very um, odd and like kind of a little existential. Okay. But it's about this this couple, uh-huh. and that's all I'll say. I've never Super even weird. seen it. I don't think. Like, it, I, yeah, like think. I said, yeah, it was kind of a flash in the pan, and then. Um, she's another one that I am for. Uh, she's one of the funniest people that's ever been on SNL. I think. I mean, oh, yeah. there's a handful, and that's one of many, but yeah. Well, so then that also reminded me that she's got a new show on Apple Plus. Yes, which I haven't watched. Yeah, it's called Loot, mm-hmm. and she plays like this, um, like a wife of a billionaire. Yes, that's right. And like, so she's super out of touch and got like a touch of... Oprah, except mm-hmm. she doesn't really have anything to do because she's yeah. not the one. She's it's like the she wife. has the attitude, but nothing to back it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I haven't watched all of it, but I've watched several episodes, and it's pretty funny. My sister watched it. She said she really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about this Yeah, we time. did. And some more things, too. We'll, we'll come back to yes. next time if we get around to it. We will. Finishing all of these things <laughs> we haven't finished. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Until next time. Talk to you then. Ooh, you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.